Ain't that thing for the Rock and Metal Podcast? Yeah, I guess. Welcome to the 100th episode of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. I'm the Podfather, Ken Mills from the Podkist. And why am I here? This is beneath me. Oh yeah, they have pictures I don't want anyone to see. Those bastards. So these Nimrods put together what they consider a best of. Well, it's probably the shortest episode you'll ever hear. Enjoy, I guess. This is the best of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, Part 1. It's me, Dr. Fuck from Thrasher Die in Combat, and with me is... Oh, yeah! Ian Wadley, and this is our 100th episode. God, we're so awesome. We made it 100, man. And, uh... Yeah, it's amazing, because, you know, Ian, you piss me off a lot. I'm amazed I'm still here. I know, I know. Well, you know a good thing when you fucking find it. I'll well, yeah, that. I mean, I knew you. You're a good thing, and I think you're an amazing cause, and you're really funny and everything. But me, you know, I got this ego problem, and you're getting too popular, and I'm starting to fucking not like that that much. I hear you. It happens. All right, so, uh, yeah, man. Hey, look, this is going to be a long episode. I don't know. We'll see. But, man, I have gathered so many clips. Yes, I have... Spent many, many, well, fuck, like, what, 80-somewhat hours or 90-somewhat hours to pick out the best of a the first 100 episodes. And uh, let me tell you something. This has been like three, four months in the making. And it has not been an easy thing to do. But at the same time, I've been very entertained. Like, when I go out and take a drive, I'm listening to the podcast. At work, I'm listening to podcasts. When I'm home, I'm listening to podcasts. When I had a girl over here and I'm banging her, I'm listening to the podcast. So, uh, in all that time, I would I found a lot of clips, hundreds of clips that we're going to talk about today. And now, Ian, you can start by because you're the one that's going to introduce the clips. At least you can do because I'm the one that gathered it. I told you listen to it, take notes. So what what we got, Ian? Well, uh, you know, I want to say that, you know, this show talks about hard rock and heavy metal. And, uh, you know, metal fans have a stigma, you know, like very macho, you know, all male kind of guys. Maybe not the biggest friends of the homosexual community, but we are. We're, 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 We're a breed apart. And it's like, fuck it, man. This is a bunch of music by dudes. Four dudes, so let's embrace our homo side, and uh, here we go. This is some of our more gay-friendly hot topics. Let's go. This one is from the Injustice for All review, and this is where you discuss the sexuality of Thrash or Die, and we also talk about masturbating to music videos. Oh, boy. Good times. I really love one. One is probably my second favorite song on the album. 
I think it's an amazing song, and my favorite part is the middle section, where it's darkness imprisoning me. I think that part is so awesome that unfortunately, the lame motherfuckers in Thrash or Die do not want to play that live because I wanted to do that section in the middle of our song, Fatal Fury, where, you know, there's a part in the song where I go, just when they thought I knew the answers, I changed the questions. I wanted to go right into that. I want to do that so bad, but everybody in the band, you know, they, I mean, nothing against gay people, but it's true. Everybody in my band sucks cock. And that's why they can't, they can't do that because they, they think too much of cock. There will be no homophobic comments allowed on here. Uh, I'm, I myself am not gay, but the dude I'm fucking is, that guy loves the cock. And, uh, yeah, he's sensitive. So, any that being said, uh, one, that is just, it's an epic fucking song. What a big deal it was for that video to come out, and what a great video it was. I mean, I think if people weren't, didn't come up in that area, they didn't appreciate how special it was that Metallica was finally doing a video, and how different it was, because, you know, all the videos I was watching back then had some big old titties in them, and there wasn't no titties in this video, this shit was dark. It's funny you mentioned that, Ian, about the, you know, the video not having big titties and stuff. And all those videos back then, you know, had chicks walking around with shorts and cherry pie and shit like that. But funny enough, for some weird reason, I would always pause one where they show the nurse and masturbate to her. I don't know. I'm a weird guy. You know, I thought I was the only one. I used to jerk off to fucking Rats Way Cool Junior video. I had a part where I paused it. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I probably shouldn't have brought that up. Anyway, uh, next song is Harvester's Sorrow. Wait a second. Okay. Um, Did you pause it when Stephen Piercy was rubbing his ass with that with that cane? No, but what's fucked up, the reason I started pausing it is because, uh, you know, one time I ejaculated, but they, they switched real quick and it showed Stephen Piercy. I was like, oh, fuck, you know, am I gay by proxy? You know? Because, you know, I, I did finish, you know, while they were showing him. But, you know, he's a damn pretty man. So, I, you know, I just learned to pause. Well, okay, I'll just make a quick note. Uh, Ian just described what happened to me a lot when I used to masturbate to 70s and 80s porn. Right <laughs> when the guy is about to get a facial, they get a close-up of the guy making that face like, oh, oh. It's like, God damn it, you know? I've watched Katy Perry videos and put porno music over from the 70s and have uh, had my wet fantasies. You, you have oh, to. Shit, you had to because there's no <laughs> chicks in a Genesis video. <laughs> Except for Jesus, he knows me. Where there, uh, there's a bunch of uh, pretty women poolside with the guys in Genesis. Ah, uh, you with your fucking facts. Wow, man, I forgot about talking about how my bandmates were homos. That's like my uh, the other bandmates. You know, we got some newer ones, so maybe, maybe we can uh, finally play that middle section of one. And you know what? If we ever do play it live, I promise you. While we play it live, I will jerk off on stage. Nice. I would pay to see that. Hell yeah. All right. Well, uh... Your mom you would, know. too. Yeah. Oh, and she will. Uh, you know, it, it's it's not enough just, you know, to have one homosexual clip. We have to have another one. But if we're going to do another one, we got to go big. And we got to go big, veiny cock. Oh, no. I know which this one is. This so is, let's go. <laughs> this is the big baby cock Hoffer oh, episode, right? Oh, this is the Hoffer episode with <laughs> one and only Bill Wang, and it shows you not only do we love the metal god and big baby cock, <laughs> damn, do we love Nate's big 
<laughs> fucking bushy pussy face. <laughs> this shows you how much we love the cock and our fans. Check this one out. I love this one. Uh, I love drive like fucking Hoffer loves a big baby cock. <laughs> oh, damn. Hubba hubba chugga chugga. <laughs> I, and I want to make a point. I am not gay, but I love the fact that Rob Hoffer loves Big Vanny Cox because it makes him happy, and he makes me happy with the music. So as long as he's happy with a Big Vanny Cox, hey, man, I love the fact that Hoffer is just in ecstasy and feeling so good getting throat fucked by a Big Vanny Cox. Even though I'm not gay, I love the guy so much for what he's done for my life because Rob Halford is a huge part of the soundtrack of my life that I want to thank him for making me feel good and it makes me feel good that a big veiny cock makes him feel good. I'll hail the metal yeah. guy! Fuck yeah. Cock. yeah! 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 Five chopsticks for big, big, baby cocks. Yeah. Man, you know, you know, for Halford, it's a fucking truckload of chopsticks for a big, veiny cock, and we gotta thank the guy that owns that big, veiny cock for making Halford happy. Thank you. Yeah! And I love the fact that his celebrity crush is my very own Howie Long from my Oakland Raiders. He has said that's his dream fuck, and I think that's awesome. It's, it, yeah, that is. He awesome. like he likes them big. All right. I heard that too. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so so how so Howie is long. Yeah, he he's hungry for Howie. No girth, no girth. Yeah, yeah. He's he's veiny, he's veiny and long. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know after the roids. You know, it might be like four inches long, but twelve around. You never know. Yeah, the fucking right. beer can. <laughs> anyway. Let's get into the last track, which is Savior. Uh, a great rocker. And the song Savior, like he's Savior's a big veiny cock. I love Savior. Savior's a great, great song. Uh, <laughs> on my version is what ends it. Yes. And uh, it's a great ending. I give it four out of five. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hold on. My tripod just fell. Uh-oh. I'm talking about a real tripod, not my big veiny cock. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, um, uh, yeah, it's a great song. A great way to end the album. It's, you know, uh, I know, Ian, I remember one of the things you said, and I do agree with you. Uh, uh, Ian says a great, uh, an album that ends where you want more is, uh, is a sign of a great album. Well, you know, even though this ain't the best song on it, and, and actually, after this song, I feel this album content. I don't really want more. I felt like it was enough. It's one of those albums that once it was all said and done, I look back on the album and say, no, I don't need no more tracks. I am I am fulfilled, just like Halford would be fulfilled with <laughs> a, a big, big baby cock. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Since I love you so much and you love me and it's a camaraderie we have i'm gonna ask you a favor and i know you will do this favor for me because you love me man uh not anytime soon but revisit resurrection more often my friend because i have a feeling those chopsticks will grow okay that's all i ask oh okay uh, okay 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 all right uh, i'll give it a yeah well it isn't like i gave it fuck 
I gave it three out of five no. with a with a with an egg roll. No, I think mean, you know? I think I think your review was great. There's nothing bad about it. But since you did say it didn't really do nothing to you and then fifteen years later, you're like, whoa, this ain't as bad as I thought. Well, listen to it more, because it may grow and then you you're you're gonna have a fucking truckload of chopsticks. It's possible. And what better way to enjoy life? Than having another record to add to your truckload of chopsticks collection. Am I right? Yes. You are so fucking absolutely right. And I, I told, I, I get, I get you. It's a, it's a big veiny chopstick. Yeah, well, yeah. On, just for the record, oh hell yeah, big veiny chopstick. But for the record, I still have a shitload of extra chopsticks from the sabotage. Oh yeah. Oh, I'll pull, I'll pull them out. And, and that's one, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you, you noticed on the page or not, Bill. Uh, that was an episode. It wasn't like one of our biggest episodes, but what I liked is a lot of people got turned on to Sabotage through that episode. So that means more even than numbers. Like a uh, uh, big fan of our show, Nate. Uh, Nate said he had no idea about Sabotage, and he ran out and bought it after that review and says he can't believe he never got into him before and couldn't stop playing it, so. I saw that same fucking comment by that yeah. dude, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, as, a, as, as somebody that, like me and Ralph experienced this shit in the 80s, I was like, I'm all looking at that comment. It's like, man, exactly. Like fucking Wadzilla said, score. That was beautiful. Who I love Nate, by the way. Yeah. Who ordered uh, Thrasher Die Vinyl. Uh, you could pre-order your copy today. Uh, I could say that now because it's not going to be out till February. And you know, when we got Bill Wang on the show, we got to air this shit soon. So, oh, yeah. so, uh, oh, hell yeah. and Nate has been such a supporter of Thrasher Die and Combat. I mean, he runs around with Thrasher Die and Combat shirts. And he's, you know, he's a, he's a great, great supporter. And people like that mean the world. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Hello? Thank oh, you, Bill. God, why wouldn't he? And, and Nate said not only did we turn him on to, uh, Sabotage, but now he's also a fan of Big Baby Cox. So it, it was a life changing. Wow! Episode. Wow! And and he, and he hasn't even heard this episode yet. Then he's gonna be really fanatical about Big Baby Cox. And Nate, just to let you know, bro, I'm not gay, but I will respect you even if you like Big Baby Cox. Because after all, I love Hofford, and who loves more Big Baby Cox than Hofford? Nobody. All, all I'm gonna say is. All I'm going to say, Nate, is if you go full-blown Big Baby Cock, you've got to shave that beard because you're going to give some poor guy a fucking rash from hell. you got to get rid of that tough dynasty shit. That you could hurt somebody. Well, you know, maybe, but then again, maybe he can get some straight guys that are into Bush. Yeah. You know, and they, they could just pretend he's just banging a, a big, hairy Bush. <laughs> oh, boy. This... Yeah, I never thought about it. I never thought about it like that, but Nate, you do have a great big bushy pussy face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you, can, you can not only you can not only enjoy straight uh, gay guys, but you can get some straight guys straight guys that like that big. Hey, hey. But maybe Nate is not gay, and let me apologize right now beforehand. It was the end that brought it up, Nate. And you know I love you, bro. You know I'm not gay, and maybe you're not gay, and me and you, man, we. You know, we'll hang one day. I promise you. I know we had to cancel the New York show and you were going to it, but I promise you one day we're coming up there and we're going to play, hopefully, your house, bro. You know, if you got plug-in, 
I'll, we'll do a whole fucking show just for you, Nate, and your big hairy bush face. <laughs> hey, it's only gay if you look down, and if you look down on Nate, you'll think it's a big hairy pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Nate. I love you, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Nate, Nate, no. In, in the end, Nate is a really stand-up guy. I love the hell out of him, even if he has a big pussy, bushy face. Doesn't doesn't matter to me, buddy. What matters is what's in the inside. Yeah, it's all pink on the inside, Nate. <laughs> oh my God! All right, we gotta get a new pick of the week for Nate. Hey, Nate, Poor if Nate. you do shave, make it like one of those fucking landing strips. Yeah, there you go. I like that. <laughs> Oh boy, that's a real good one. You know, you gotta love Nate. You know, when Nate heard that episode, he loved it. And I was a little worried there. I thought Nate was gonna be kind of offended that we were talking about his big bushy pussy face. <laughs> but yeah, that was a great one with the Bill, with the great Bill Wang on that one. That was uh, great, man. Yeah, and, and fucking Nate, a good sport. And not only is a he a big hit with our listeners. He's a big hit at men's rest areas throughout the New York tri-state area uh, with that big fucking bushy puss face. God damn it, Nate. We love you. Thank you so much for all your support. Oh, man. There, I, Nate is, like, beyond awesome when it comes to, like, dude, he buys everything, man. Everything, everything. associated with us. My, my band, the shirts. He's the oh, first yeah. one in line to get all that shit. Everything. He was the first one in line at the glory hole. Always there when you need him. Thank you, Nate, so much. Awesome, man. All right. Well, uh, shit. God damn. This show is so gay-centric. Uh, Another one? Yeah, let's keep it going. Uh, and this one involves the priest. Not Judas Priest this time, but disturbing the priest. Oh, yeah. This is <laughs> this is your anger toward religion, right? Uh, no, well, well, uh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 sure, but, uh, it's my love for the great Born Again album by Black Sabbath, and also my opinion of, uh, most Father McFreely's, so let's talk <laughs> about Disturbing the Priest. All right. Disturbing the Priest, which is my favorite song off the album, Wood Trash, uh, song is about, um, they were, you know, rehearsing next to a church. And the priest over there was trying to, like, you know, have choir practice. But they were getting... Uh, How can I fuck a little boy in the ass with all this goddamn noise? <laughs> I think that's what really happened. Oh, boy. Well, anyway, so... Um, Sorry, all you Catholics. Well, I have to edit that. No. Just to let you guys know, <laughs> <laughs> I will not edit what I'm about to say. On the prior episode, or a couple episodes ago, Motorboat, Ian said such disturbing things while being drunk that he listened to it, and then he called me back, and he said, you got to edit that, dude. <laughs> so I don't know, you know. I mean, Ian is very tipsy when he does this episode, so I don't know when he hears this back, he's not going to want this out, or he's going to want no, it out. No, no, I did say something on the Motorboat Cruise that, that, I, that I wanted to recanter. Yeah, I, I edited it out. Because it was just being silly drunk, and it wasn't anything, uh, I didn't mean any harm to a certain group of people. But well, you don't have to, to, you don't have to go into what you said, you know? No, no, and I won't. But when it comes to fucking little pedophilic Catholic priests, let it go. 
Come on. Like, maybe, maybe this guy wasn't one. Maybe he, you know, he maybe he hey, wasn't. Hey, hey, I'm sure there's Mormons who fucked little kids, too. You, you know, so I don't want to just point it out on the Catholics, you know. But, uh, yeah, 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 priests are pedophiles. Just put that, <laughs> just put that out there. Come on now, man. We're, no, we're... No, okay, they got to turn it Not down. Not all. So Father, Mc... Father McFeely doesn't get fucking disturbed. I want to disturb that priest that's fucking little kid. Uh, well, I think what the priest was mad about is he couldn't hear, like, the little altar boy screaming over Ian Gillum. Hey, hey! Uh, hey, it, maybe it, maybe that was an altar boy and it wasn't Ian Gillum doing those sick-ass screams. Oh, God. I, I, I shudder to think. Damn, Ian, you know, all that hatred you had toward religion, I can't help but wonder, were you diddled by a father back in the day? No, and it gave me a fucking complex. You know, like, what's wrong with my ass? Oh, you know? that's why you hate religion, because you weren't molested by a preacher. Yeah, I was, I, you know, I feel a little unwanted. and uh, Maybe gonna... maybe that's why I'm a homophobe, because no gay guys hit on me. Yeah, well, well, with that face, it's obvious to see why. All right, let's go on to the next one, and... Uh, hey. <laughs> this is one, you know... We're a very informative show, and, and we can help people out, And uh, but sometimes we can't. And uh, if you're feeling a little bit suicidal, you might not want to listen to this next one. Oh, I know this one. This is a Queen episode, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> and this is where uh, you give your take on a song that was very inspirational to Terrence. Check this one out. Oh, yeah. The Freddie Mercury penned Don't Try Suicide to me is an excellent song. As a matter of fact, it has saved me from actually attempting suicide. Oh, I mean, wow. when I heard the song. fun out of the fucking room. God damn it. And what else can I say about Don't Try Suicide but a, an excellent positive song? And I think Ralph might have to agree with me on that. Well, I will say one thing that, you know, you're, you kind of surprised me there, Terrence, because. Um, I thought that a song called Don't Try Suicide would actually be benefit uh, suicide to, like, uh, be eradicated. You know, uh, a song, Don't Try Suicide, people will listen, and nobody will ever commit suicide again. Luckily for me and Ian, it worked for you. But for me, the song sucks so bad, <laughs> suicide continued, okay? It wasn't okay. that good, man. It just, it just was such a shitty song that people kept killing themselves. It did no good. <laughs> but it did good to you. And you know what? Yes. Who cares about everybody else as long as you're alive, Terrence? Oh, boy. You know, you know what's funny about that song? Just the other day. Um, this girl that is very attractive girl that I want to put my penis in her vagina, uh, was telling me that she liked that song. And, you know, unfortunately I couldn't tell her how it felt because when it comes to getting pussy, I become such a poser. Well, what are you going to do? You got to get pussy. I haven't hit it yet. So, and if I end up not hitting it, I am going to go up to her saying that song sucks. You should have killed yourself. Yeah, you should have killed yourself, bitch. <laughs> kill yourself, kill yourself. <laughs> Why don't you kill yourself now? All right, so what else we got there, Ian? All right. Well, you know, we have the greatest fans in the world. You already knew this. Like our bushy face fan, Nate. Yeah, 
Yo, puss face Nate. You got to love that guy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we got some other great ones that leave some extra, extra special reviews. And this is this is a review left after our Guns N' Roses usually. Oh, my God. My favorite review ever. Oh, my God. This is Edwin Constracci. Constricci. You call him uh, Catastrophe. <laughs> I love it. Something fucking Italian. Anyway, you know what? You know what sound shit makes when it hits the wall? Wop. Here we go. This is Edwin with his review of our Use Your Illusions 2 episode. Check this one out. This one is excellent. The review of last week's episode, the amazing review that somebody left us on our Facebook page. This is hysterical. This is probably my my favorite review ever. All right, now, I, dude, I'm sorry, I'm gonna fuck up your last name. This is a brother of ours. I believe he's from Australia. Uh, Edward Canistrasi. Canistrasi. Uh, it's entitled "Toss Salad Blues." <laughs> Best episode yet. And I know where Ralph is coming from with wanting to watch his hypothetical wife get gangbanged. <laughs> I love use your illusions too. I love it even more than Use Your Illusions 1, and I've been defending it to people since the day it came out. But at the same time, I love hearing you guys humiliate it, disgrace it, rub your big dicks all over its bloated face, and treat Use Your Illusions 2 like a fucking whore. Yeah! <laughs> and, I, and I guess I'm a pervert, because I was into it. That was such a beautiful review. I love that yes. review. That was probably my favorite review ever of any of our episodes. Thank you so much, Mr. Catastrophe from Australia. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, that I mean, the words, the word, the way he placed those words, it's just amazing. You gotta love that clip. Oh my god, that was a, that was so awesome. I, you know, I'm telling you, man, that guy would have won that contest if he wrote that thing on on a. Uh, on iTunes, but unfortunately, that contest was way before the Guns N' Roses episodes. But oh, boy, yeah. that episode was was pretty epic. I gotta tell you. Yeah, I, which I, we I, will I, have I, clips of that later, right? Oh man, I, I like Edwin, man. He, he's an awesome fan, and I can see why uh, he married an Australian girls because he likes the ones that go down under. Ah, you know what I'm saying? He's I, a uh, dirty man, and I like that. I hope she licks ass. <laughs> Don't they all? Anyway, I wonder if she looks crock-ass. <laughs> Cranky. All right. Well, here's one. This episode didn't turn out quite the way we planned it. Uh, Ralph came up with this great vision that was going to shoot the podcast to the next level. We were going to get on Blabbermouth. We were going to get famous. This was going to be the one. He said, we're going to get this guy named Gordon Gilbert Grape the fucking fourth or whatever the fuck his name is. He goes, <laughs> he goes, people hate this guy. He goes, and we are going to be such dicks. He's going to hang up on us. It's going to be legendary. We're going to get famous. Well, he was half right because it is one of our most popular episodes ever. Definitely a guy that people love to hate, but I got to say, this guy, when we got him on this show, he rolled with every punch, was so funny, 
got our sense of humor that I don't know about you, but by the end of it, I was a fan. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him. I, you know, I still think he's he's pretty much uh, disillusioned and uh, and also like would avoid. You know, I don't know if this is in the clip. Rian, refresh my memory when I would bring up. Yeah, Gordon, but you edited the part of. Oh yeah. Oh, I there. put that in there. Oh yeah. And, well, there. I gotta. I, well, I'll bring it up after the clip. Something I should have said to him then, but I didn't think about it till hearing this clip. So let's play it. Now, by the way, oh. before we play the clip, I gotta say this is my favorite Ian Wadley episode. Why? Thank you. And I do want to say, after this episode, we both got a book, and mine included five dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He said he says this. He's a good guy, man. I mean, well, obviously he's not that you know, not very loved, but. Uh, for what he did for us on our show, I gotta give him. I gotta give him thumbs up. I, 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 I'll be honest with you. Before he was on the show, I was like, "Yeah, let's get this dick on the show." But then at the end of it, I was like, "You know, I like him, even though he's still a dick." But yeah, I still liked him. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except, except we don't lie. <laughs> yeah, I never lie. <laughs> All right, so let's play this clip. I'm, I'm sorry, Gordon. I got a, I got a quick question for you. Uh, a long time ago in the '80s, I sent away five bucks to join the Ace Fairly Rock Soldiers, and I never got jack shit. Uh, who do I go after yeah. for that? That's Ace Fairly. I, I go after Ace. No, absolutely. Oh, okay. Do you have a current phone number? Because I need that money. I, I'm I'm not doing too good, and five bucks could buy me a quart of beer. <laughs> Gordon, is there anywhere online we can see, like, documents of, you know, how you won in court and how he filed for bankruptcy, when you won? Okay, is anywhere in these documents, does it mention my name and $5? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, okay, good, good. You know what, I'm going to say... I need you... a copy of that. I, I, I feel your pain. Uh, I feel we're like kindred spirits because I, too... Um, you know, I befriended Ace Fraley. And no, no, this this true story. This this was this was in the uh, early two thousands, and uh, you know he kind of fucked me over too. And I wanted to write a book. Uh, it, it was hard to do because I'm not a good speller. Uh, but then, as I finally was able, you know, I, I you know I got a publishing deal and everything, and uh, you know they had to fact check everything. Uh, turns out I was friends with Tommy Thayer all along. <laughs> It, I, I mean, you know, in my defense, they look alike, you know. Yeah. Uh, they both played shock me, so you can see how I was confused. Here's the thing that really bothered me about that video. There's a part in the video where somebody, I don't know if it was you or his manager, said, you know, you basically say, uh, fuck the fans, and Ace Frilly yells out, I never said fuck the fans. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Yep. Okay. Okay, now this is what bothers me. On YouTube, I found a video where they they edit out him saying, I never said, where it only has him saying, fuck the fans. Have you seen this? Yes, yes. Who, who, who put that up? So, first of all, you swallowed the bait. They're focusing on, on the edit and all that crap. First of all, when you go to see a movie preview, when, 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 when you're in the movies and you see a movie preview, what are you seeing? Yeah, I've seen little clips of the movie. You got a little clip of a movie. Now, everybody's focusing on the editing and all that crap. 
let me go and I have the four and a half hour meeting with where that video is from. Also, also, uh, he has my five dollars. Yeah, and he has your five dollars. And I, next time Son I of see a bitch. Him, Gordon, Gordon, but come on, man. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying about edited commercials for for movies, but don't you think editing out him saying "I never said" kind of makes him look like he said "fuck the fans"? I know you think. Or you say he fucked the fans, but he didn't actually say that. He, er, yeah, because he earlier said it in the video. I love this because you guys are get your hook, line, and sinker. I got the fucking fish hook right in your mouth. Gordon's defense: I have a whole CD of Ace saying "fuck the fans." It's called Anomaly. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ace said "fuck the fans." Oh, yeah. You know, and you can tell in that clip, boy, I remember that brings back memories of how hard it was to edit that because I forgot who was very low and very high and I had a, oh, my God, it was so tedious doing it. But in the end, it still worked. People loved it. I love it. And uh, and I got to bring up, too, the fact where he was like, I got you, hook, line, and sinker. It's like, why do you want to get me hook, line, and sinker? You know, ah. Uh, yeah, hey Gordon, you you know the part where Ace Frehley said "fuck the fans." You you know I saw the full thing. He said I never said "fuck the fans," and then you just put the clip "fuck the fans." He goes, "I got you, hook, line, and sinker." What do you mean you got me? Why do you want to get me hook, line, and sinker? And, and I love that because he's saying that because he's full of shit. <laughs> it's a I'll whole, it's a fucking lie, and he's trying to like deter the lie by saying that he got me. Got me with what? That I, I that, what, that he's a liar? We definitely have to have him back and I think we should yeah. do like a little contest where we have, you know, the fans ask the questions and then we present him with the questions. Yeah, that'd be good. I'd like uh, to get some Bill Wang questions for him. Oh! oh. <laughs> we should have Bill Wang on that show. <laughs> uh, uh, count, what point, counterpoint. Gordon, you ignorant, ignorant lion slut. slut. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then he was like, well, I hope Ace Fraley stops drinking. That way I don't have to write no more books. Like, like, yeah, yeah, his him not being sober is forcing you to fucking write books. You got to love this guy, man. That mentality is fucking awesome. <laughs> no, but, hey, look, I'm bad mouthing the guy, but I still love him. I love you, Gordon, but, you know, come on. Let the truth be told. And if you're getting mad at me because I'm calling you a liar, well, I got you. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while we're on a kiss-related topic, uh, let's go to something. <laughs> I love this one. This is off our biggest episode ever. Really? This is our number one rated episode of all time. With over 3,000 plays just on Podbean alone. Not counting all the other markets. But that is the top 10 worst Kiss songs. Oh, man. I remember I upset you on this one. Oh, here we go with me discussing a song I thoroughly hate. The song may be called We Are One, but to me it smells like number two. And here I break it down for you. Let's go. Okay, what's your number nine uh, there, Ian? I, I have a big fucking peanut-filled turd right here at number nine with uh, a track off of what I think is Tide 
with the worst Kiss album of all time. Uh, the shit-tastic song, We Are One. Oh! Uh, oh, yeah. You suck. Yeah, okay, and you oh. swallow. Uh, this song is fucking horrible. This album is horrible. Do you watch uh, our reviews, Ian? I'm just curious. Did yeah, you not, see, did well, you see I, the Circus review? Did you see it? Yeah, well, Ralph, you know I love you. I watch all your reviews just with the sound off, because they're better <laughs> that way. Um, Damn, Ian, that was cold, man. You listened to my reviews. <laughs> but with the sound off, you put on my YouTube reviews, you put the sound off. But, you know, I got to admit, I do the same thing when I listen to your radio show. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least you're listening, though. That makes I just watch two the, people. <laughs> I just watch the screen and says that metal station. But I have the, I have the, I have the, the, the volume all the way down. <laughs> oh. If Wadzilla rocks in the forest, does anybody hear it? Oh. Uh, the answer boy. is no. <laughs> so, so Ian, before we get into the next clip, I got a clip of somebody congratulating us, and we're gonna have several more during oh, nice. during the show. So, uh, nice. Here's a voice from the past. Check, oh. check this oh. out. Hello, this is Terrence Reed, and I'd like to congratulate Ralph and Ian on their hundredth episode of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. I used to be a part of the show, but now I'm no longer a part of the show, and I'm very happy about that, because I no longer have to kiss that idiot Ralph's ass. I'm glad they fired me in retrospect, because if I was still on that show kissing that idiot Ralph's ass, I'd be hitting the sauce just like Ian. I'm very proud of uh, the show, lasting over 100 episodes. I'm proud of the contributions that I had a hand in and after my acrimonious split. But keep on, keep up the good work. And while you're at it, tune in to me and my current show with Mark Frickin' Taylor, the Terrence and Mark Experience, where our buddy Ralph will be appearing again from time to time. Why I ever kissed Ralph's ass, I'll never know. And on that note, good night, fuckface. Ooh, that was kind of salty. Thank you, Terrence. So what's, uh, what's the next clip uh, there, Ian? Yeah, that was great. No need to mention it. Let's go on to the next one. That is, uh, you know, Ralph, you like to talk about how I just ride your coattails. Yeah, yeah. But, Which, you know, I mean, I can't help it. I have this ego problem. You know, you know that I was nothing before you came into my life. But this clip shows you that I had a career before I met you. Oh, really? Yes, yes. I, I did a little, I, I was an actor. Before I joined the podcast. Oh, that's and, right. I remember this one. Over the Edge, right? Yes, and, and this is my first appearance. You know, I was a child star. I was a little uh, Donnie Bonadouchi, if uh, if I will. There you and, go. Uh, and uh, let's go to my first foray into acting. This is me discussing my first role in Over the Edge. I didn't want to bring this up till I heard your guys' review, you know, because I'm a little biased because I'm actually in the movie. But I didn't, I didn't want to let you guys know that, you know, because uh, I didn't want to hinder your review. But uh, the the night scene at the rec center, there's a kid laying on the monkey bars going, I need some beer. That's me. I and, 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 and they wouldn't show my face because at the time this was made, it came out in 79, but it was actually made in 78. I was four. So they kind of frowned upon a four-year-old, 
you know, being fucked up on Old English 800. Uh, man, you your know. mom must have had a real painful birth when you were born. You were no. pretty big for four, man. Yeah. You were like six foot six <laughs> foot at four years old. I know. That's it, amazing, Ian. And, and I'm taller on my back, too. Yeah, it hurt. I think, I think you've shrunk, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, it was my first acting job. Uh, you know, they just said, hey, if if you can't act, just be natural. So I was like, "Yeah, give me some beer, man." And, uh, and yeah, I, I, I actually look. I, I didn't mean to bring this up, but I actually did know this because I'm personal friends with the director, and he said that that scene where you said, "I need some beer," that wasn't in the script. You really wanted some beer at four <laughs> years old. You're there asking people for beer, and they, yeah. they decided to keep it in. Well, you know, when you're on a movie set, there's a lot of just sit there and wait. You know, like okay, okay, you know, and like. They're like, hey, you just be kid laying on the monkey bar. You know, I'm like, hey, fuck this shit. How many times are we going to take this scene? I need a goddamn beer. You know? Uh, so, oh, guys, guys. You know, and, uh, and, and you, you, should, you should have seen the original script. In the original script, you know, there's a lot of what's in there now. But then, you know, to try to make it more kid-friendly, you know, there was a whole subplot about a robot that just wanted to be human which actually turned into short circuit. Uh, <laughs> but that ended up getting cut out, you know, because we didn't have the budget for the, for the effects, uh, you know. But I, I had more scenes with Johnny Five that were edited out when they abandoned that storyline. God, that was very interesting there, Ian. You were like Danny Bonaduce, except you never beat up a transsexual, have you? Oh, well, I never got arrested for it. Oh, okay. No, he did, yeah. And actually... I never beat up a transsexual. I, I got my ass kicked, but I never beat up a transsexual. I uh, but those fuckers pack a punch, and they pack hit me with a, they pack cock too. Yeah, no, dude, motherfucker had like a nunchuck made out of dildos. Kicked the shit out of me. Damn, man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch out for those kung fu trances. Yeah, yeah. Ne- ne- never judge a chick by the dick. That's what I always say. All right. So what's next, Bonadushi? <laughs> All right. Well, here's one, uh, and, and we're gonna have a few of these throughout the episode. But there's certain stuff that our regular listeners don't get to hear. Now, this was leaked on an episode, but this was something that was never planned to be aired. But it's a lost nugget because there's so many things that get recorded that you, the listeners, don't get to hear because. It, you know, it hits the cut room floor and just doesn't make the cut. But this was something so good, so juicy, that we just had to share with you again. It's a fan favorite. And uh, we're just going to title this little piece, Terrence Needs a Wig. Oh, my God. This was amazing. This was, yeah, this was actually recorded while we were done with the episode. But yet, yes. thank God we kept the tape rolling because... <laughs> <laughs> this was this is this was actually after Terrence was fired. Ian yeah. was like three sheets. Of, Ian didn't even know what what the hell was going on. Probably one of the one of my drunkest oh, appearances yeah. ever. No, no, this one, yeah, this one, it probably is the drunkest appearance ever. Because when when I played you this later, you didn't remember a damn thing about it. <laughs> this is this is this, this is a nugget right here. Let, yeah, play it, play it, Ian. Here we go. 
what a crazy fucked up show that was. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Ian, you're gonna have to send me your copy because Josh was breaking up a lot. Right. Right. When I was when he was talking, it was like very choppy. So I'm no. gonna need your I'm gonna need your copy. No, I, I I have a whole I have a whole uh copy where it's just you, me, and Josh, and and Terrence is edited out. Come so on, you, you know, rehire wow. me. That, rehire me. <laughs> Do you really hate me, Ian? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I'm all right, just... Terrence, Terrence, very, very important, and Ian too. We okay. all have to study the new ace really good. Because yeah. that's going to be our next episode. And if we can do it Saturday and have it up by Sunday, it would be awesome. Because Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Well, he, here's the thing. I've, I've talked to a lot of people that, that love the, the Ace album. But, Terrence, you're going to uh-huh. have to wear you're going to have to wear a wig. What because for? they want to hear reviews by guys with hair. Hey, it's <laughs> not my fault my hair thinned out in 2002. No. What the hell am I supposed to do? No, no, I know, I know, but you gotta get a wig. I can't afford it. I'm broke. I I know money on a hold. I know, but you gotta put your dad in a chokehold, like uh, you know. You gotta do something. Boy, he is drunk as fuck now, boy. <laughs> yeah, you gotta put him in a recon chokehold. Hey. And- <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I'm toying with. That's one of the reasons why I'm toying with departing this podcast. Whoa. Oh wait, oh. wait, wait, wait! What? What? What was that? You are you starting? Are you starting yeah. another podcast? I might do a. I might uh, go solo and uh, continue with my Pink Floyd Central with the way oh. you're acting. Ian. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> you see? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, maybe we should maybe we should stop right here, man. It's getting it's getting a little it's getting a little nasty. Um, uh, everybody, uh, take a deep breath and let's see what we can work out on this thing here. You know, I, I'm mutual. You know, I'm, I'm I don't want to take sides on anything here. Um, I, I'm just, I, 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 I like I, both equally. I am a weekend warrior sometimes. Sorry. <laughs> just all right, guys. my temper my temper sometimes gets a little I tend to be hot headed. I, I apologize. Alright man, no problem. Alright guys, I'm gonna go downstairs. I gotta bring up my merch from last night's show. So uh, uh study the new ace, okay? I will indeed. Alright. Alright Ian. Hello. Hey Ian. <laughs> no no, it's a goodbye now, not hello. Goodbye. <laughs> Alright guys. Talk to you later. Good All night. right, man. Later. Goodbye. Oh, man. You know, my favorite part of that whole thing, even though the whole thing's just fucking hilarious, my favorite part is when you said hello at the end. <laughs> and you're like, no, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part. That was like the exclamation mark to this juicy-ass scene. By the way, we have another one coming up that we never aired with... With our favorite homo, Justin Childers. Oh, that's yeah. That's coming up. So you guys stick around for that one. That That's a never aired uh, piece that I heard afterwards. I was like, oh, my God. I don't know why didn't we didn't uh, put this on a show. But good. We're going to have something nobody's heard before. So stay tuned. That's coming up. But for now, what do we got next, Arian? Oh, well, 
one. This is one. <laughs> I, I I love this shit. And this one is is from our biggest guest, our most requested guest, the one that people really love, and that's the one and only Bill Wang. Oh man, you gotta love this guy. Oh my God, Bill Wang. We love him. The fans love him. Uh, but he is not necessarily the best trivia host you could have. <laughs> oh yeah, this is great. This is awesome. I lo- I forgot about this one. <laughs> and and, and uh, he had a little trouble with this. And let's just say I titled this little clip "Chopstick to Your Day Job." <laughs> Here we go. Who produced the first demo tape for Wasp? God damn. Uh, I don't know. Don Dockin? I don't know. All right, who? Ace Freely. I, I don't. Wait, wait. Oh, I know. Hey, I know. Oh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I got it. I had that. No, okay. Oh, well, that don't count, Ian. Throw the next question. Oh, no, I had that, Sorry. though. I knew that. Throw the next question. Throwing God it. damn you, Bill Wayne. No, no, oh, I like that. I know. No labels for me. All right, all right, Okay. That's the next one. Oh, God damn it. All right, here, here's, you better, hey, get this one, Godzilla. Okay. No, 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 Who? no, no, you got to ask Ralph yeah. another one now. Yeah. Okay, 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 Ralph. Yeah. Fuck, I knew that one. If I all lose right, my that- one point again. Because of these shenanigans. Don't worry, Ian. Don't worry. I'm going to beat you by at least five points. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Who was thrown off the. uh, I don't have a specific date, but I know for a fact. Who was thrown off a late 70s kiss tour for using foul language on stage? Fuck, man. Um. I don't know. I, you know, Sammy Hagar? I don't know. <laughs> You're right. What? <laughs> You're fucking right, dude. Sammy fucking Hagar. Yeah. I, mean, I said that as a joke. No, it sounded like it was a joke. No, fucking A. Sammy fucking Hagar. No the way. Jimmy Buffett of Hard Rock. Did you know that, Ian? No, but I knew the last question that I got fucked out of. <laughs> okay. What day and year was Iron Maiden formed? What day? Yep. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right. I, I, this is crazy. All right. Come on, you got the Sammy Hagar one. You can get this one. 1976. Is that the right year? Hey! No, I'm just saying. Give your answer. Okay, July 4th, 1976. Christmas Day, 1975. Hey, Bill! God damn, Bill! Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, Bill! Oh, dick! I'm sorry! <laughs> all right, all right. I, I we're gonna a chance we're... for a steal. Fucking, I forget it. This two of you fucker. Did you know? Did you know that answer, Ian? No, but I'm gonna go take a piss while you motherfuckers figure out how to play fucking trivia. Oh man, you gotta love that guy, man. He's just so fucking hilarious. And it was it's just so genuine how he kept fucking up. <laughs> By the way, you gotta stay tuned for when Wang attacks. 
That clip oh my is, God. That is my favorite Bill Wang moment coming up later on in the show when Wang attacks. That You got to stay for that one. That was like brutal. Yeah. No, even Fox wouldn't air that shit. That was, that was brutal. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. What's next? All right. Well, while we're on the line with trivia, you got to remember there's one person that comes up with the hard questions. Not these fucking softballs. But the real hard questions that only real motherfuckers know. And that would be me. That's right. And and, and, and and you prove that I am not a real motherfucker. That's right. Here is just a small example of the real trivia questions that only I can ask. Check this out. In the 80s, was Peter Chris arrested for writing a bad check? Um, I think false. Oh, all right. Terrence gets it right. The correct answer is false. Peter Chris could not get arrested in the 80s. So Terrence gets a point. Terrence, you have a chance to take the lead. Okay. All right. And this is something custom just for you. Thank you very much. All right. This is one of your favorite albums, Terrence, so listen up. Who was an uncredited ghostwriter... On every track on music from the other. Ghost Ghost Songwriter. Ghost Let's Songwriter see. on every track from music from the other. I guess it would have to be Um Eric Carr. <laughs> Ralph, you have a chance to still believe. Who was a ghostwriter on every track? On music from the other. Paul Rubens, also known as Pee Wee Herman. Ah! Jesus Christ, I thought you guys were fans. Oh, was Jesus? The, the correct answer, Abner Devereaux. Oh! It was all part of Ab- <laughs> Abner Devereaux's uh, plot to ruin a kiss. In order to kill a fantastic man. And you know what? I think mission accomplished. <laughs> All right, all right. That was a good one, man. I, I, I had no idea. Wow, I, yes, yes. I, I thought he kind of died or something. What the hell happened? Yeah. Who knows yeah, what happened to him like that? Yeah. Oh, man. I know you guys are killing me here. There is one question left. Okay. And Ralph, Ralph, this is your shot to steal second place. Okay. Okay. What 1970s album by Kiss? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I should refrain it. What 1970s album was all of Ace's, Ace Frehley's playing uh, replaced by Rick Derringer? Uh, what, what, uh, what decade? What decade? No, 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 no. What album? No, no, I mean, what decade was this? Seven, seven, seven. But, but the whole album, his plane was replaced by one Rick Derringer. Okay, I know there's a bullshit question, but, you know, he does play on uh, uh, All-American Man, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with uh, Kiss Alive 2. Ah! Terrence, okay. what 1970s album is Ace Frehley's guitar replaced throughout the whole album by Rick Derringer? Okay, let me see rock and roll, then. Ah, the answer is Ace Frehley's solo album. <laughs> you suck. All guitar parts were played by Rick Derringer. Yeah. 
Wow, I didn't know that. Flying yes. sack of shit. You learn something. No. You learn something every day. Man, you really schooled my ass on that one. And and Terrence, we got schooled by you. How I yeah. didn't know none of that stuff, I'll never know. But <laughs> but let me tell you something. I still kind of I'm I still can't find it online. The whole Rick Derringer played the whole Ace Frehley album. Not saying you're lying, Ian. I just can't find it yet. But you know, and if I end up not finding it, I'm questioning you. But that Deborah thing, I totally believe. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what, step, go ahead. step in, step into the elevator mechanism, <laughs> and we'll go into the next clip. Hey, this is Lee Gerstman, and hey, Ian and Ralph. Congratulations on your 100th episode. I've heard 99 so far and they are awesome. I'm sure this is going to be great. I remember one of my favorite moments was the Eat em and Smile episode because that was the first one that I heard. And I loved the personalities of everyone. And one of the best moments of the combat podcast that I heard was in through the outdoor when Ian was calling hot dog a piece of shit and I love that vile stuff and the other moment that I thought was great was on the Iron Maiden no prayer for the dying when Ian goes to Terrence that shit cracked me up there's more stuff that I love too, but those were the three favorites. And hey, thumbs up to you all. And let's hope you have many, many more hundreds of episodes to come. Cheers. All right, so uh, what's the next clip you got there, Ian? Oh, this next classic. Uh... Concerned some famous viewer mail that we received. Famous? Oh, yeah. We got some big names that wrote in to talk about this one. Check it out. All right. I actually have handwritten thank you letters from the fans that I would like to read uh, right now. I, I don't know why. I didn't know that I gave up my address, but uh, I got a bunch of handwritten, handwritten letters. Man, I, 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 I would like to read a few of them on the air if I could. Okay. Okay, all right. Here, here's here's the first one. Uh, th th this one's for Ralph. Oh. Okay. This is uh. Sorry, you haven't gotten over me giving your mother a glass bottom boat. Uh, Bruce Dickinson. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the somewhere in time review. Uh. Okay, I have another letter. This is for Terrence. Uh, yes. This says, thank you for all your fact-checking uh, remarks. Wish we had you on, on uh, our team 50 years ago. Signed the Warren Commission. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, here's one addressed to me. Thank you, Ian, for having the balls to give an honest review on In Through the Outdoor. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was signed Jimmy Page. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. Uh, uh, now, okay, okay. Here's here's another one. I'd like to read. This is for Doctor Fuck. 
This is for Ralph. Uh, congratulations, Dr. Fuck, on another great in Denver. Uh, I hope the podcast works out for you because we've had a really good jam session with Sammy Hagar. Signed, Thrasher Die. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, motherfuckers. All right. All right. All right. All right. Here, here's another one. Uh, the, 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 this is for Terrence. Uh, can you guys fucking keep it down? I'm trying to take a nap. Signed, Terrence's dad. All right. This, this is one. Okay, here's another one for me. Uh, here, man. Dear Mr. Wadley, we're cutting off your gas due to lack of payment. <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, you, know, you know what? Uh, it's not all about the fans. Wow. You know, it's interesting here. Yeah, we got celebrities writing us. But every week, celebrities sell us out with the ending of the shows. Like, Ava Goda never showed up. Yeah. You know, all those people. never They never show up. And then we have like people like Jimmy Page writing us. But yet, he won't take part in our Led Zeppelin three review but we couldn't even get terrence's dad in our show right well he was napping you know yeah well well all right so uh what's next all right next one uh this this one's a little uh hard to talk about but uh it, it involves my drum lessons when i was a small child oh yeah yeah and, i remember uh, this one and uh kind of yeah, yeah it's sad i had a famous tutor and uh it didn't end too well in the end. Yeah, literally. My first introduction to Judas Priest was uh, their drummer Dave Holland was my drum teacher, so that that was that was actually a really bad introduction. So um, I didn't listen to a couple. Of you. I was like, "Ouch, this hurts." Yeah, uh, well, at least you were lucky enough not to be confined to a wheelchair. Uh, well, could, well, yeah, you, you yeah, could, but by the way. I was, but with rope. Um, oh. Wow, talking about turning circles, huh, there, Ian? Oh, no more rim shots for me. You don't really, does it, do you get, like, queasy when you hear stuff like heading up to the highway? I mean, out to the highway? I uh, don't want nothing to do with the Hershey Highway. That's for damn sure. Ram it down. Oh, ouch. Jawbreaker. Oh. Uh. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, well. He did his time. Yeah. All right, so, uh... <laughs> What's the next one? Well, the next one, uh, while you and myself might be champions of the gay community, uh, one of our former co-hosts was not. And uh, he had some very uh, harsh words for Mr. Blackwell. Let's get into it. What else can I say about Mr. Blackwell? But excellent song. And it's, I think they might have named the character after that um, fashion critic who now is no longer with us. Thank Christ. But, um, yeah, because he, yeah, he, he heard this song and hung himself with a very decorative tie. Well, screw that son of a bitch. Mr. Blackwell is now rotting. Actually, he's rotting in hell. Oh, man, that was brutal. <laughs> Burning in hell, boy. That Terrence. You gotta. You gotta. All right, so what's, uh, what's the next one? All right, the next one... Uh... Wow, I, I love this one because uh, it's about me. And, uh, you know, I, 
you remember the the unplug craze that happened uh, in the early '90s? You know, with the yeah. you know Tesla, then MTV jumped on top of it. Well, my favorite unplugged is Ralph Era unplugged, and this is a little uh, serenade you did to me while I was on vacation in San Francisco. Ah, uh, yeah, this was actually uh, part of the Doctor Fuck show, and then I just put it on the podcast as well. Yeah, and th- and I uh, might I add that this was you. Drunk in Miami at about three in the morning your time, so you were feeling no pain, but uh, could still write a beautiful song. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's hear this one. This song is called "Ian Is Drunk Now in San Francisco" with Bill Wang. Burp. 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 I am Ian Wadling. I wish I was dating. Easy straddling, I am Ewadling. I'll let Easy straddling put on a strap on and straddle me. I am Ian Wadley. I'm in San Francisco. I hate the elder, but I love my liver. That's a lie. I hate my liver. That's why I drink so damn much I am drunk in San Francisco Here is where I hang I am drunk in San Francisco With Bill Wang Tell about it now Ian Wally in San Francisco Ian Wally in San Francisco Ian Wally in San Francisco He's gonna watch his Raiders Fucking lose Yeah! Fucking lose But it doesn't matter Cause San Francisco has alcohol too It doesn't matter He will not stop at 22 It's more than a hundred beers Or maybe 200 beers Ian Wally You are one drunk bastard And I love you so I love you Ian That was song That's a song called Ian Wally and Bill Wang in San Francisco Getting drunk right now Oh boy, was I ever drunk on that one. Yeah, you know, the Dr. Fuck show that airs on that metal station Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, and they repeat it on 1 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. If I get drunk on the Dr. Fuck show, I, I, I go on for like eight hours, and that was, like you said, it was like 3 in the morning, where my show really is at 8 p.m. and it ends at 10, 10 p.m., but if I drink, it ends up at 6 a.m., and, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't remember much about that show, but, uh, it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice little song, though, I gotta say. I, I and I would like to add that, I, uh, you know, he did embellish some bit. I was never sodomized by, uh, Izzy Stradlin. <laughs> did I say that in the song? I, be, I believe, uh, you referred to me, uh, being fucked with a strap on by Izzy Stradlin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I believe that night it was actually Johnny Walker, not Jack Daniels. Woo! I could be wrong. Could have been Jack. I don't know. All right. So uh, what's next? 
Well, when you're not all sauced up, you're actually telling kids the dangers of drugs and sharing past experiences with Terrence and our young listeners. So let's check out Ralph Does Dare. Uh, you, you bring up a couple interesting points, Terrence, that I want to touch upon. Number one, when you said uh, that you know you, you have kind of like a, the, the mind of a child, um, I see you more maybe, you know, 17, 18, mine, you know, where, you know, where I'm more like 12 and, and, and Ian's like two. <laughs> and uh, another, one, another thing I want to I'll bring up is, uh, you know, you've been uh, sober all your life. You haven't done drugs and you haven't drank, which is very commendable. And I applaud that. That's really cool, man. Thank that you is much. awesome. But I, I also got to tell you, you missed out on some good shit. That was a lot of fun. Yeah! Young. And now I'm completely sober and I don't do drugs. And I'm not looking down on you, Terrence. I wish I did have a more respectable, uh, I had more respect for my family, which now looking back on, they were right. I was wrong. And they just wanted the best for me, but I was too stoned to realize this. I was too drunk. I was too fucked up. But at the same time, those were some great fucking times I had getting fucked up and shit. But I say everybody, it's okay to get fucked up on drugs and drink just as long as you do it moderately and you eventually stop, which unfortunately Ian's still a lush. No. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> what do you call it? His, his liver must be the size of a fucking, uh, like a peanut. Oh and, um, but, you know, I'm completely sober, and I don't smoke pot. I don't do anything. And I think if I continue this route, eventually I will murder somebody. <laughs> That's just how I feel. Oh, man. You see, this this uh, this show is not only hysterical and informative, but it's also uh, it's very good for the youth. Yes, it is. Don't you agree? Oh, I agree. You're a hell of a counselor there. <laughs> drugs are great, man, for a while. I agree. I agree. Well, you don't agree. You're still on drugs. True story. Yeah. All right. So uh, what's next? Well, next, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, crazes that have caught on, you know, from the, from the pet rock to the Rubik's Cube. But uh, I don't think anything's been as dirty as a trend as your little D's nuts. <laughs> Let's delve into the history, shall we? All right, this is a good one. Hey, you know, it is my all-time favorite Twisted Sister song, and these as well. Did you know? He has said that you can't stop rock and roll is his favorite song, and I have to agree. De- these who? These nuts. These nuts. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you that hang- shit never gets old. Dude. Yeah, but dude, if you hang out with me for like two weeks, you'll never want to hear it again because I'm obsessed with getting people with these nuts. We should, we, you know, got him. Like, like I, okay, I'm gonna all you people listening, get your friends with this. I, you tell your friends, hey, dude, guess what CD I got? No, what what CD did you get? CDs nuts, or or you can say, hey, you like Wendy's, and they go. Yeah, or they, even if they say no, you go, well, you're going to love when these nuts roll across your face. Got him! Or, hey, you like dragons? Well, I don't know. Because uh, uh, you're going to love when I'm dragging these nuts on your face. <laughs> I could go on and on. Oh, uh, you know Heidi? Who's Heidi? 
I'm gonna hide these nuts in your mouth. <laughs> I got a lot of them. And, and let me tell you something. Okay, I'm gonna get off subject, but this, this, is, this, this is exactly why we have a lot of 14 year old listeners. This, and I'm gonna tell you, all you 14 year olds and a hey, 50 year olds too, it works for us too. Let me tell you something. This is something that Ian's not even aware of, but I'm gonna. I want. I want to spread this out to the world so everybody. It's a Cuban. Spread what? It's a Cuban thing. It is a Cuban thing, but it is great to do. Um, it's called the whistle. And what the whistle is, is that you say something incoherent to somebody. And when they say what, you go. And you have to do it like you have to, you have to get your fingers together like this. And you go. You know, you have to you have to go down with with your thumb and your and your middle finger making a circle downwards. You whistle. You go, hey, baby. Hey, hey, Roy, did you get to win that? What? That. That and these nuts. Me and me and my guitar player, we have we have a contest now. Like who can get who the most? It's like the it's called the whistling nuts contest, where we either get you with these nuts or the whistle. And uh, my guitar player can never get me. You know why? Because every time he calls me, my phone says these nuts on it. <laughs> so I'm already prepared. So I pick up the phone and he's ready to get me. He's like, hey man, guess who I saw at the show yesterday? I go. You're kidding me. These nuts came out? <laughs> anyway, so, hey, that this was helpful information. That's why the rock and metal combat rules. Not only do we talk about a record, but we'll, go, we'll venture off to give you something that'll make your life better. And there's nothing cooler than hanging out with your friends and say, Hey, Joe, did you get with the thing? Well, what thing? <laughs> Everybody, I want this to become a fad. I want everybody to get everything. I, and from now on, we're going to do this on the show. I'm going to get Ian like crazy. And let's see if he can get me like crazy on the Whistling Nuts contest. You, you know, Ian, we, we, you know, uh, I keep forgetting to, to do this these nuts to you. And I'm listening to that clip right now. It's like, man, we got to continue. I believe the score now is like 10 to 2 or 3 or something like that. Yeah, but who's counting? Yeah, I know. That's true. We should have the fans count. And, you know, whoever keeps up the score, Ian will send you 50 bucks. Next story. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, you know, we're known as being rough, and tough, macho guys, you know, and this is rough and tough, macho music we listen to. But even such hardened metal heads such as myself and you uh, are known to have a good cry from now and then. This is definitely in my top five of greatest moments on this podcast. Oh, my God. Yes. You want to talk about left field. Yes, get the tissue boxes out because this shit's worse than the fucking notebook. Here we go. But I will bring up this. There's another song that I can't listen to, and there's no fucking reason for it. There's a song that comes on that I have to... Look, it, it comes on at the supermarket. I have to leave the supermarket like with my, my with my cart full of groceries I was at I was at a Denny's with a friend the song came on I had to walk out of Denny's you know what song this is and I can't it, 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 no I, I think I, I think I do because I had the same feeling is it Kiss by a Rose from Seal no <laughs> hey fuck you I love that song it makes me sad it reminds me of a love I lost no I love no. I love Kiss from a Rose no fuck um, you uh, what is it? Daniel by Elton John. <laughs> 
Oh shit! Does okay. when that song starts, I have to leave this. I I can't. That's I, a sad song. That's a sad I can't, song. I can't. I think maybe I was diddled as a kid. <laughs> something happened to oh, me. Oh damn! <laughs> something suppressed in me happened because when I hear that song, I freak out and like I can't. I I literally, and I'm not ashamed to say this. I literally cry when I hear that song, and I don't know why. And it makes me feel horrible to the point where I can't listen to it anymore. Whenever it comes on, I have to leave. Uh, like I told you, a supermarket happened at Denny's. If I'm in the car and it comes on, I'm like, oh shit. You know, just that opening fucking Well, however it starts, it's like, oh, turn that off. So that, and I will remember, I will remember I can listen to. I can like, but it does make me very depressed and sad. Because it's a horrible, horrible experience that happened to me. But Daniel, on the other hand, I can't listen to it all. It must have been like a big dick. <laughs> something, oh, man. something horrible happened to oh, me man. back when that song was released. Because it's something obviously suppressed. Because I can't understand why that song depresses me so much. So that's oh. my. That's what. What do you think about? Uh, I will remember. I, no, it's just because I, I got a couple songs that depress me like that that I can't listen. Like, especially if I'm drunk, I'll just start crying. There's a Beach Boys song that is, and the funny thing is, it, it's such a happy song, Coconut. but it's no, 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 no. It's a it's a real Beach Boys song, but it, it, it's it's so happy and it's so positive that it makes me sad every time I hear it because it's so unrealistically happy that I get sad. <laughs> you know and what? I can't, I can't explain it either. I want to. Uh, I, I want to tell you another song that made me cry. That you're gonna freak out on. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe we were talking about songs that make us cry. Fuck it, man. This is Mother's Day. Come on. Yeah, that's we're, right. We're man, mommy's it's, boys. It's all the estrogen in the air. Yeah. man. That shows us our mom had a lot of influence. We cry like bitches. And this one's really gonna shock you. What <laughs> this song made me cry. <laughs> For those about that's to right. rock ACDC. <laughs> What? <laughs> it made me cry. And I'll tell you which part. The part where the at toward the end where he goes, we salute, yo. Then it like picks up. I got chills and started to cry because it was just so kick ass. Another thing that made me cry. Fuck it. I'm gonna keep talking about crying. <laughs> Another thing that made me cry was the Freebird movie from Leonard Skinner when they're playing Freebird and the band goes into that long solo with Alan Collins going crazy. It just made me cry uncontrollably because like 80% of that band is dead and they were kicking ass, you know, on stage, like going fucking ape shit. And I'm just crying thinking we're going to die even if we're awesome. So there you go. There's, and oh, forget it. And movies, you know what movie made me cry? Nacho Brown. What is that one with, with Nacho uh, Libre? Nacho Libre made me cry. You know what part? I, Where the little fat kid shows up at the end. I never saw it. Oh, you gotta see that movie. You know, you know, what movie I cried in. I, I, I cried in two movies. What? <laughs> I was twelve years old, I think, and I went and saw Harry and the Hendersons by myself. Okay, I, I and, barely and, remember that. And when John. When John Lithgow starts beating on Bigfoot and telling him to go in the fucking woods, you know, because he was worried something was going to happen to him if he stayed there, I fucking start crying like a little bitch. Wow. <laughs> that and and, the, and uh, Forrest Gump when he asked if his kids retarded, <laughs> that made me cry too. Uh, uh, Forrest Gump is a movie I can't watch because of the girl. 
that that girl that he was interested in, Jenny. Oh, uh, that that depresses the hell out of me because there's it just because look, man, I'm 50 years old and there's the amount of girls that I was in love with are like astonishing. That I don't know where any of them are now, and by watching that depresses. The, I can't watch Forrest Gump for that for that reason alone. Because thinking of people that are no longer in my life that I that were very special to me that are gone is very depressing, you know. What a depressing show. <laughs> <laughs> it was going so good. Rock and so Metal much. Combat. We cover, uh, yeah, we cover yeah. all areas. Yeah. <laughs> this, this episode, oh, we're combating uh, the tears. <laughs> oh, man, Ian. Listen to that clip. It is really obvious that we, you and I are insane. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, we can't handle Daniel or Kiss from a Rose. There's de- <laughs> I was definitely diddled as a kid. I just don't remember it. And that sucks because I, I would love to. I would love to remember that. So I have jackoff material. Nice. Speaking of a horny Ralph, this next little clip. Not not only do we get the word out for a good project that we believe in, but it also deals with how fucking horny you are and how bad you need to get laid. <laughs> what the hell clip is this? this Aren't is the they pay- all like this? <laughs> This deals with the Pantera Project. Check it out. All right, so now we're online with the the head man in charge of this Pantera Project. Uh, Kirsten, is it Topperween? Topperwine. Topperwine. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Your little uh, project here, man, has been getting a lot of attention, a lot of press. You know, this is about supporting Pantera if they did decide to reunite and just saying we'll be there if they do. That's all. All right. Well, you've got your initial... uh, plan was you wanted to get at least 5,000 and you've surpassed that so far, haven't you? We have. And the next goal is 7,500. I mean, I'd like to get 50,000 signatures on this thing and it, it, it's it's going that way, you know. Uh, probably about 300 a day so far, so it's looking really good. Ian and, and Kirsten, both of you want Pantera to come back because you would love to see the experience of a dime bag tribute to hear that music live once again with three of those members and Zach Wild, I am right with you guys. But there's also another reason I want to see them on top of you guys. So I have two reasons. You guys got one. I got two. Uh, Vulgar Display of Power. I saw that tour in uh, Fort Lauderdale, a place called The Edge. I picked up this girl, really cute girl, Pantera fan. Awesome right. sex. Yes. Far Beyond Driven. I got too drunk, okay? And I didn't get nothing there. Uh, the, um, uh, the, the live album. No, 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 wait, wait. Uh, Southern Trent Kill? That Ooh. happened in Miami. Miami sucks, so I didn't get nothing there. But Southern Trent, I mean, um, the live album for uh, I picked right. up a chick, and that chick was awesome. She made me come to a blowjob, dude. Seriously. <laughs> and that's hard to do. Seriously. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. uh, and the last time, I, I know I'm, I, I'm, I'm not mentioning all the Ozfests and all that, because, you know. And there was a couple I went with a chick, so. But the last time they played, which was Reinventing the Steel, I did not pick up a girl at that show. But years later, I did have sex with this awesome chick that went to that show. So my point is, I want that to you want so you can get laid. <laughs> exactly. I can. I can enjoy. I can enjoy okay. a tribute to Dime and and find another girl to make me come to a blowjob. Beautiful, dude. That is a beautiful story. I love it. Hey, that's Thank rock you. and roll. <laughs> that's right. That's rock Hell and roll. Yeah. Well, man, yeah. uh, why don't you tell our listeners uh, where they can 
find this petition where they can sign it so we can get more people involved in this. Okay, well, you just go to change.org or visit us at the Pantera Project on Facebook. And that's probably the best way to get to it. It's pinned to the top of our page. And uh, man, go and sign up if you're for this. And if you're for against it, or if you're against it, cool, whatever, you know? Yeah. No, no, uh, if, if you're against it, fuck you. Why you even listen? <laughs> Who gives a fuck what you think? Stay over there and listen to hell yeah. Let me That's tell you it. something, Chris. And I got a big... Hey, look, Kristen. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not the type of person that does people a favor and then ask them back. But I'm going to have to ask you for a favor. Since <laughs> we put you on the show, there is a favor I need from you, buddy. I Absolutely. need that list. I need that petition list, bro. I want to scour and find me some chicks on that list. <laughs> There's a few, man. There's a few. All right, man. You need it my way, man. Yeah, you need to come to our page too, Ralph. Come on. Yeah, I'll come to your page and I'll come on them. Just hook me up <laughs> that list, bro. Right on, bro. I'll give them a vocal display of power, let me tell you. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we, Christian, we thank you so much for coming on here and telling everybody about it. Uh, we wish you the best of luck, and it's already doing better than what you planned. Let's make it even bigger. Absolutely. Make it, right on, ma- man. Make it Thanks something a lot. That- Make something they can't deny. All right, yeah, thank, thank you so much for coming on. And I, I also want to say, if this shit happens, man, Kirsten belongs on that fucking tour. He belongs to be at every fucking show for making this shit happen. Hell yeah. We, we back 100% because I would love to see that reunion, man. I would love to see it. And I'm glad. And thank you, Kirsten, for taking the time to make a petition because I love the fact that you're that passionate about a band that I fucking love. So thank you. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate and it. And don't don't forget to send me a list. <laughs> right on. <laughs> right on, man. Oh man, you know, you know, he never did give me any of those uh, girls' numbers after all. So everybody, <laughs> don't support the Pantera Project. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, just to let you know, I mean, uh, as we're recording this, oh, at, at the oh god, I gotta call my uh, the guy in charge of this. Uh, it's being mixed and mastered as we speak. The Pantera Project, we're doing two songs for it. Combat and Thrasher Die did. Thrasher Die did Primal Concrete Sledge and Combat did Pussy Whipped. And uh, it's going to be on a uh, Pantera Tribute CD. So keep your ear to the ground. It'll be coming soon. Hold on, Ian. I got a fart. All right. What's the next clip? All right. The next one is a subject that really divides our fans on the Facebook page. And uh, and you've been known to get bothered by this time and time again. And that is The Elder. Oh, yeah. And and this is where it all started. <laughs> and uh, check this out. This is a little best up from that episode. What I believe it's... This is our number two most popular episode ever. Wow. All right. Yes. And uh, this is a little snippet I like to call... Review from the Elder. To me, Fanfare, originally the second song in the album for those pre-remaster, to me sounds like the intro to Davy and Goliath, the old TV show from the 60s. I'm like, okay, a very interesting one. Then when I heard that Fanfare on the remaster, um, there was some Gregorian chants added that were not on the original record. Oh, I, I like that. I did that. I did like. Was Davy and Goliath that 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 claymation cartoon with the dog? 
Yes, it oh, was. Oh man, that show ruled. It was so disturbing. Like, cause cause the dog the dog was like, Divey, Jesus loves you, Divey. I don't know about you, but I'm sure somewhere in the Bible <laughs> they say something about it. The animals talk, they're satanic. Divey, Jesus, don't go in that cave, Divey. I, I think there was a show where they, they tackle racism, where Davey was racist toward a little black play guy. Diver, you've got to accept all races, Diver. What a really disturbing show. I, I wish I haven't seen that since I was a kid. I'd love to see that again. Uh, oh, so are you done with Fanfare? Um, actually, um, Fanfare, not a bad instrumental, but not one of the best instrumentals either. I've heard worse. Um, but to open the remaster of The Elder. Not bad. Ian, what do you think of Fanfare? All right, so we're starting off The Elder. And uh, now that the uh, Rock and Heavy Metal Combat podcast is the fastest-growing podcast amongst our uh, mothers, um, you know, I, I need to take this a little bit more seriously. So I started writing notes you know, because I, I want to do the best, honest review I could. And so I wrote notes for each song. Um, my note for Fanfare uh, says shit. Uh, you know, quick and to the point. Uh, what the fuck is this? Uh, uh, you know, this this is fucking... It, it serves no fucking purpose. But uh, what an appropriate way to start off this fucking hot turd full of fucking corn and peanuts. Uh, just a boy, I really do like this song. Um the only problem I have with Just a Boy are two things. The falsetto chorus, and it's just too short. I think it should have went much longer. <laughs> saying this song is just too short is like saying, man, I wish my proctologist just would have took his time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking just, this is all wrong. Like, what the fuck is this? What happened to fucking Kiss? Uh, yeah, my, my, my biggest problem is it's just too fucking long. Uh, you know, this would, have, <laughs> this would have been a great, great four second. Uh, next, uh, uh, under the rose, um, it's okay. Um, Ugh. when it gets to the fucking, the cheesy fucking monk shit, uh, it, it, it would have been better if they put in, uh, you know, the, the snippet from, uh, Mel Brooks history of the world part one, you know, the inquisition, <laughs> let's begin. You know, that would have been better than the shit they came up with. Uh, let him, you know, like you brought up, Eric Carr, uh, had a hand in writing this when he heard how it came out. Uh, he chain smoked cigarettes till he got cancer and died. Oh, uh, true story. Oh, send no, your, no, hate, send hey, your hate mail to Ian. Hey, Hey, blame Philip Morris and fucking Stanley and Simmons, you know, it ain't my fucking, <laughs> fault uh it, it, it's it's all right but i mean you know jesus christ it's, it's it's just another peanut in the fucking turd oh yeah that clip you know that clip reminds me of a simpler time before you annoyed me with how much you hated the other if you could have just stopped there without like better than the other better than the other better than the other that that's what annoyed me but that clip was great that, you know i love I love that simple Ian before. I just thought he just hated the elder. But now it's become, you know, I, I, I need to beat it over your head that I don't like the elder. Oh, man, too bad I can't fart now. But either, anyway. Uh, uh, what's next, Davey? Well, while you're crying, I got more hate for you. 
And this is another one that's in our top 10 most played episodes of all time. And it's another one that's special for me because I hate this cocksucker so much. This is what I like to call Lead Hate. Some people called the song Lot of the Love That I Found because Robert keeps playing. I kept saying, Lot of the Love That I Found is actually Fool in the Rain, and Fool in the Rain just excellent song. Yeah, they don't say Fool in the Rain, and they also don't say this song fucking sucks, which they should have. Uh, what a hot smoking turd this fucking song is. You know, I, I was sitting there, when I'm getting ready for this review, I was like, well, you know, I'm so negative on this album, I, I gotta bring something different to it. So I'm like, I'm gonna take the Terrence Reardon approach, and I'm gonna find out some fucking facts on this album. So I went, you know, read some old uh, interviews of this album, and uh, Jimmy Page said at this time that uh, he had written a song with Paul Stanley called Read My Body. And he would like to write a song as good as that with Led Zeppelin. And, uh, you know, he's like, someday, you know, and uh, uh, someday happen. Uh, it's it's Fool in the Rain. This shit is fucking horrible. Um, I, I don't know. This, this just is not Zeppelin to me. There's actually, you know... Look at the year, 1979. There's more metal on Breakfast in, uh, in America by Supertramp than on fucking In Through the Outdoor. Uh, true story. Uh, hey, Goodbye Stranger has that smoking solo, man. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, it's a lot fucking harder. You know, this is like fucking uh, Slayer, you know, uh, compared to fucking In Through the Outdoor. But, uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, this, this was uh, Led Zeppelin's answer to Read My Body. Hot dog, Jesus. Hot piece of fucking shit. Oh, my God. You want to talk about fucking filler? Good God damn. You know, heroin's responsible for a lot of good albums. Uh, you know, when heroin works, you get Exile on Main Street. When it doesn't, you get fucking Hot Dog and In Through the Outdoor. Uh, yeah. This this is your guitar player on drugs, people. Fucking Hot Dog. Uh but I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, some of you people, you know, oh, it's Rockabilly, it's their fucking roots. Fuck you, I'd rather hear the cramps. All right, Hot Dog, I really, really, really love this song. It's, uh, Christ. A, lot of people, a lot of people think it's a funny tune, uh, and a lot of people think that, um, that it sucks, but those people don't matter. And, uh, oh. yes, it's Rockabilly-ish, and a lot of people... A lot of those snobby people are like, well, you know, Led Zeppelin, they're going back to their roots. And, you know, they're, being, they're doing the rockabilly and the Elvis Presley thing. And I'm like, yeah, man, I totally agree with you. I like being a nerd just like you, and I agree with that. So that's why I love Hot Dog, because I'm just like those nerdy, those nerdy people that love this shit, because it's so quirky and so root-oriented, and it's a great fucking song. When I first bought the album in 79, this was my favorite track off it. And I don't know, I guess it's because of that intro. I just love that guitar playing. And, and it's just like the, the, the beat. I mean, you know, it's uh, it only the, this song only identifies with people that are cool. So I understand why you don't like it, Ian. Uh, yeah, right. okay. You know, that, that's the sound of feet leaving the fucking arena when they play this fucking song. <laughs> All My Love, I believe, is... Uh, uh, written about Robert Plant's son who died of mysterious causes and uh, it's to me a freaking beautiful 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 song uh, my favorite part is the acoustic uh, middle part with the swirling keyboards in the background it's just to me it's just music perfection 
gorgeous song from the beginning to end. I also made a video for this one. Um, and probably my, no, I was going to say probably my favorite Led Zeppelin ballad, but that would go to Tangerine. But I guess... Uh, now oh, you're talking. Um, and by the way, no, Tangerine sucks. What am I thinking? <laughs> Haters are going to hate. <laughs> uh, actually, not a bad song. It, it's all right, but uh, to me it sounds more like, you know, this shows you where Robert Plant wanted to go, and this is like this is like his solo kind of shit to me. Not a horrible song, but uh, not Led Zeppelin to me by by any stretch of the means. Uh, but not to say it's horrible. It, it's it, it's eh. it, it, it's all right. Uh, that's it. That's it. it's it's eh. I, I you know I don't hate it as much as you think, but I don't like it as much as you guys. So. Uh, who, who, wow, who, wow, Ian! Ian, I had no idea you hated fi- uh, dead five-year-olds. Oh, well, you know, I, I didn't want to bring this up, but they actually played a demo for his son, and he stuck his head in the fucking water. That's you know, that's. I, 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 but this is not the first time this has happened. Uh, actually, you ever heard that song by Eric Clapton? Uh, What's what's uh, yeah yeah yeah? A lot of people think that Eric Clapton wrote that about his dead son. The true story is he played it for his son, and his son jumped out the fucking window. Uh, I, I, I shouldn't be laughing at that. You're making me sound so evil. Damn you, Ian! I know, I know. I, I, I'm the dark sheep of uh, dark light, but uh, no, it's a true story. Sometimes kids kill themselves, and it's because of bad music. Uh, oh man! But uh. Too bad. Too bad it didn't infect you that way. I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm oh. kidding, my brother. <laughs> Too bad you didn't hear this at five years old. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, oh. oh, now that's funny. Hey, funny's funny. Comedy's not pretty. That was a good one. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a real early, early clip there. What was that? Episode two or something? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, that's going way back. You see, we even have best of way back there. Uh... Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I guess I, I do give a hard time with some of those early episodes. But there were some gems, and that's, uh... Now we can delete those episodes, because the best parts are in the best of. <laughs> All right, well, here's another one that is in our top ten. And this is probably the newest one that's in the top ten. But, man, people really love this. And this was our interview with Robert Fleischman. Oh, man, this was good. Oh, man, was this guy a good sport? And uh, he did something very special for me that I greatly appreciate. <laughs> Check it out. And this also features some never heard material before. This is uh, us preparing him for the show. This is when we first call him, which is kind of interesting. And I thought we should add it on the best of. Here's some unheard footage going into what you've already heard. This is Robert Fleischman. When I call. Hey, Robert, it's me, Ralph, and Ian. We got it working. Hi. You have such a great history. Uh, you know, when we start this, you know, I'd like to start with, you know, stuff like Journey, you know, and take it from there and, you know, not just focus the whole thing on Vinny. But, uh, okay. No it, problem. Whatever you want to do, I'm, I'm game. Uh, that's awesome, man. We appreciate it so much. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Robert, appreciate it. And just, okay. just before we start this interview, let, let's say that me and Ian have done our homework on you all weekend. We, uh, uh, we both listen to Sky, both albums, and uh, we really dig it, man. Uh, it's great oh, thanks, stuff. Man. Great, great stuff. I mean, 
I prefer your voice in the sky, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and I'm not. I, I, I didn't. Uh, um, um, uh, I'm not going to kill any cats today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, if you can please uh, bring that up during the show. Yeah. How how you discover how you oh, know? Ralph, I I will definitely bring it up in the show, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. I think that's how we'll probably start it off. Like. You know, I'll say this is Robert and Robert. Let the cat out of the bag, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This is uh okay. So we're gonna start the interview now. We ready? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> All right. So now uh, we have with us, and we're very honored to have with us, Mr. Robert Fleischman, which a lot of people know from uh, our show from uh, Vinnie Vincent, and he has a huge history, and we're gonna talk about it. Welcome, Robert. How you doing, Robert? Fine, thank you very much, Ralph and uh, Ian. Yeah, a funny story how uh, how Robert um, is on the show, and I and I I would like you to explain, <laughs> Robert, how you and I uh, met, uh, sort of say. Well, I saw that you did a inter uh, a, uh, a critique on the Vinnie Vincent um, invasion album. And I had actually seen it um, a few months ago, actually. Okay. But then I saw it again, and I, I thought you were pretty spot on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Because <laughs> I wasn't really that nice to, to you or the, the, no, or the you album. Were, no, no, I thought you were actually kind of funny. I mean, I would say the same thing, probably. Um, but, <laughs> you know, doing that album was a situation where I was sort of like a hired gun. Uh-huh. Uh, because when it when we first started the band, when we first started to get together, Vinny and I, it was going to be a band. But then um, Vinny sort of um, you know shot himself in the foot once again and sort of aced me out and and made a deal with uh, Chrysalis. I got I got to tell you, I mean, I was quite surprised when uh, I first saw a friend request from you. I was like, uh oh. You know, I thought, I thought, oh, am I, in, am I in trouble here? So I added you, and I was like, uh, wow, you know, because I looked, I go, is this the real Robert Fleischman or somebody, you know, you know how Facebook is, people make up uh, yeah. uh, with the artist, but yeah, I looked through your stuff, and I said, oh, man, it is him, you know, and then soon after, you sent me a message, and I was quite relieved when you actually told me that you enjoyed the review, and uh it, it really yeah, I mean, it was, it's the most bombastic album ever out there. I mean, to the, to this day, you know. Yeah. And um, and it's and the whole thing on is on eleven. Yeah. And, and and it's just you know it's just screaming cat music, you know, and twirling. <laughs> so you know, it, it is what it is, and uh, you know, it's kind of like hey, I can say I did something like that, and and I. You know, a lot of people dig it, oh, and yeah. you know, a lot of people hate it. It's 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 one of those things you either love it or hate it. You no, know? no, I mean, if if you do look at the comments on but that I do video, like substitute. You gotta admit, substitute's a good song. Uh, is that the third track? That's the yeah, one. Yeah, that's the third track. Yeah, I, I really did. Yeah. I actually said that in the review that I really did like the song structure of that song. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, because there at least I'm singing in, uh, you know, in in some sort of human fashion. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I will say this: I know we just met. We just we just started talking on the phone, 
but I'm already going to ask you for a favor because my old lady's favorite band is Journey, and and uh-huh. she she loves your song uh, off the box set for you, loves it. Uh huh. So if you could say hi to Shauna, this will definitely get me a blowjob, and I would appreciate <laughs> it. I would appreciate. It. So if you could say well, hi, uh- <laughs> hi Shauna, dude, you're doing me a solid here. I appreciate it. Hi, Shauna, oh. for loving uh, all for you, and um, oh, give man. your man a, a, a great loving kiss. <laughs> oh, In the man. privates. Thank you so much, man. You just did me a solid. I really appreciate that. Man, what a pathetic <laughs> relationship you have, Ian. I, I know, I, yeah. I know, but it, it's so much better now. You could have left. You could have left the blowjob part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because you know I'm going to use that. I'm be like, hey, he said hi, Shauna. You know, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> All right, hi Shauna, hi Shauna, hi Shauna, hi Shauna. <laughs> there you go. That's a week's worth right there, man. Oh, uh, oh man. Thank well, you. I hope you have a happy ending. <laughs> Oh, man, and, and you know what I love about that clip and that show is uh, how he discovered the, the, the review. You know, uh, actually, funny enough, this week, if you go to the, I don't know, I think it's the, yeah, it's the first Vinnie Vincent review on YouTube that he saw, a guy left me a comment going, you know, you're a jackass, why, uh, this album's amazing, blah, 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 if you don't like something, don't review it, and, you know, I was like, jackass. Robert Fleischman even agreed with me. You know how fucking terrible it was. So, shut up. God, people. It's like, if you don't like it, don't review it. No, no, no. If you don't like it, don't watch it. How's that? Thank you. What's next? All right. Well, we've had a lot of guests. A lot of fans of the show that we made guests. There's no other podcast that does that, that makes the listeners part of the show the way the Rock and Metal Combat podcast does. But not everybody is a Bill Wang. Not everybody is a Lee Gersman. Sometimes we really got to help these fuckers, you know, to be professional. Because this shit is played all over the world. And uh, here's a little behind the scenes. Never heard before. Oh, this is awesome. With Justin, right? Yes. This is us trying to get this fucking hillbilly fucking pumped up to do a good show. Because <laughs> he recorded with the sofas. He was so fucking stiff, it's like he was on a whole bottle of fucking Viagra. But this is this is how we loosen up our guests, and maybe this is why we don't have a lot of guests. Check this one out. All right. Oh, so, oh and you know, I, I forgot to tell you, Ralph, uh, if you really want to fucking build up on some episodes during the Christmas time, uh, I've got like 10 days off of work in a row. Yeah. I, we could do like a, we we could do like two months worth of fucking episodes. Fuck I could yeah. get drunk every day. That'd be and great. We, and that, we could backlog a bunch of shit. So that would be fantastic. You could do, you could do the whole Bang Tango discography. Yeah, there you go. Or, or the whole canon. The canon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin. Hey, 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 Justin, don't be a bully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're pissing me off with that shit. Because you are both of you. Well, more you than Justin are fucking bullies, dude. Let it go, you faggots. Let it go. Hey, did you hear what he called you, Justin? You're a faggot. (laughs) No, but but Justin, I didn't mean it in the way you really are. I mean it like in that lame way. (laughs) All right, are we ready ready to go? Yeah, we're ready to go. All right, hold on. 
Oh, 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 before we start, oh, oh, oh. Justin, this time, yeah. this time, try to be funny. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. I was a little nervous last time. Yeah, I could, I, you, you were very, very What is it? What is it with people like Luke and Justin that was it? I mean, not Luke, Mr. T. What the fuck's there to be nervous about, man? Yeah. Because you guys are like fucking rock stars. Yeah, I mean, you are. Uh, guys in the world. Oh, well, one of you's a rock yeah, star. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Hey, 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 you should try to impress Ralph, too. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, no, just be, fun be funny like you are on the page, dude, because you're hilarious on the page. Yeah. You know, you know so, uh, you know, let, let those zingers go, man. Fucking give those jabs at Ralph's mom. You know, fucking do it. If it makes you feel right. comfortable, put something up your ass. Do that, too. I mean, whatever, whatever works, bro. Ian, you said your girlfriend like, thought I was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Well, she doesn't know you got that southern draw that makes you sound retarded. But uh, she thinks you're funny online, you know. I'm just can, saying. Can we call you Simple Jack this whole episode? <laughs> Never go full retard, Justin. Never go full uh. retard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I told Riley. He goes, "Hey, that sound cool." I'm like, you sound like the rapist from Deliverance. <laughs> Squeal like a bit. Wee. Uh, Ralph, you do the editing. Every time Justin talks, you need to play banjo music in the background. <laughs> yeah, dueling banjos. <laughs> well, this is what I think. <laughs> and then when he gets his full like thing, it it, it starts that ripping like. <laughs> yeah, All right. So J Justin, <laughs> no, fuck you, Justin. We're being funny. We're trying to influence you a little. Don't be like. All right. Yeah. Stop being funny, guys. Yeah. And make sure you have plenty of beer, man. Be an asshole, man. That's what people expect when they see Justin. They expect asshole. Be an yeah. asshole, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think you're an asshole. Good, <laughs> cool. I am. Awesome. That's what we like. My ex-wife thinks I'm an asshole. Oh, it's not just your ex-wife. Your uh, your colonel lady thinks you're an asshole too. <laughs> oh, oh, Justin, you have an ex-wife? Oh boy, I am surprised. <laughs> hey, wow. <laughs> and that kid's a sarcasm. <laughs> I am in shock. But just I do so goddamn good on this episode that one person asks for you back, you know, and and maybe we'll have you back. That's another. Right. We we are trying we're trying to fucking light a fire under your ass this week. So what do we'll we go ahead? All, all right. All right. Let's fucking do this. All right. All right. So let's go. You, you start. You I, can, start. I can shove all kinds of stuff in your ass and you wouldn't feel it because you got a drawstring for a fucking asshole. <laughs> I, wait, I have to go change my diaper. I, I heard you I heard you fart one time. And went, you know, that, that's what it was. You know? Come on. Get angry. Get angry. Because we are going to rag the piss out of this fucking album because it's horrible. Am I, am I right, Ralph? We're going to give him some shit on this one. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Well, well, you you're really good at that, Ian. I, I, I'll join in when I see an opening. Uh, you're, 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 I, I'm, I'm a dick, but you're more of an asshole. There you go. There you go. So you're you're better yeah. at ragging, but 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 if you rag, I I can always like jump in and and add there. to your ragging. There you go. All right. So there you heard it. We we are gonna fucking gangbang your ass. All right. We oh, no, don't 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 get them all fucking hot and bothered. All right. We ready? Adam. 
All right, you ready, Justin? You got you got plenty, plenty of beers. You ready to go? Uh, yep. There, there you go. All right. Oh boy, that was good. Behind, nope, never heard before. Trying to get that hillbilly uh, to be funny, and it kind of worked, sort of, sort of, kind of. Uh, but he's still funnier online. Hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe next time. <laughs> he could be our online correspondent. <laughs> All right, maybe maybe he can say a congratulations uh, 100 years and say something funny for a change. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to write that for him, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what's next? All right, now here's one that, uh, you know, for all the bad stuff we tell our listeners to do and encourage, we also do a little bit of inspirational. And, and uh, this is one I like to call Dr. Fuck Meets Tony Powers. <laughs> because you are very positive here, and uh, a lot of people have said they've gained strength from some of your reviews. And this little bit about you talking about how Twisted Sister affected you is a prime example. Check yeah, this is a good one. This song is life-changing when it comes to me. It changed my life. It actually gave me the courage to get the fuck out of my parents' house. This and a couple other songs. Like Fight the Good Fight from Triumph. And um, I know there's a couple other ones that just can't. Rock and Roll Rebel, believe it or not. I don't know why, but Rock and Roll Rebel is... <laughs> it did. It was like, you know... I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm a rock and roll rebel. Fuck you. I'm out of here. <laughs> Those three songs. No, there's a couple other ones. Running free was another one. Uh, Iron Maiden. Running free inspired me. But this one, I think, inspired me more than all the others lyric-wise, because at the at that time when this album came out, I was still living with my parents. I had the long hair. I wasn't really, you know. I mean, I just was. A bad kid and my parents well mainly my dad came down on me a lot you know and it's kind of like he wasn't you know my my parent I was lucky as far as my parents didn't really care about the music I listened to because they didn't get it because they're you know from Cuba so they don't really know the whole rock and roll stuff so I didn't have to worry but you know my dad wouldn't let me bring a girl into the house I mean I couldn't bang a girl in my house you know, it, he's a very conservative man. I love the hell out of my parents. I just hated living with them. That this song was, you know, telling me, dude, you're somebody and you can be whoever the fuck you want to be. And yeah, there's people looking down on you. And this song is kind of like saying, I'm going to prove you wrong. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you that I am not what you think I am. And I did it. it took me 30 years, but I did it. <laughs> I moved out of my parents' house. I suffered for decades till I got a, a cushy city job. Now my dad's proud of me, but yeah, it took me decades to do it. But you know what? Perseverance and that attitude. If you listen to I Am On Me, that attitude, if you install that into your beliefs, there's nothing you can't do, man. You could go out there and like, man, you know, I, I know so many guys that are intimidated by chicks. They're like, I don't, I don't really want a girl, but I, you know, I don't know how to talk to girls. Dude, re embrace rejection. That's what I am on me is about. It's like, dude, whatever happens, keep going, keep going. And let me tell you something. If you hit on 10 hot chicks, one out of 10 is going to like you because even if they don't find you attractive, they'll be like, boy, this guy's got balls to hit on me. Therefore, I'm turned on by this jackass. 
And I've gotten laid by some hot-ass chicks, let me tell you. Having that attitude. Thank you, D. Snyder. Thank you. I am on me. Whoa. What's the next tune? On Power and Glory, is that, is that one? Yes. All right, Power and the Glory. You take it. You take this one. All right. Uh, hey, that was a great story. Man, and and uh, I know your dad. He's a good dude. He's tough. No, hey, hey, hey. My, dad, my mom's one thing. Not my dad, bro. No, your dad's a good dude. Your dad's a good dude. <laughs> no, he's not. He married that stupid whore. Oh, your mom, <laughs> on the other hand. Oh, she's a hand. Yeah. I know why your dad was so upset. Nah, uh, nah. But uh, but no no no, you hit a you a lot of good points on the on that song, and I'll tell you what we do have a lot of young listeners, and I think you said something very important. You can do anything you want in this fucking world if you want it bad enough. But there's some rules you should abide by, because I honestly believe if you want to succeed in life, you have to do it on your own rules. You can't fuck over anybody. Don't steal what's not yours. Earn everything yourself. And believe me, you will go through some bullshit. Hard times I did for decades. But look at me now, man. I don't even want to get into how great my job is. But believe me, you. Because of this song, my life is like cushy, bro. And I have two killer bands, a killer podcast. And I don't want to get into that. <laughs> Okay, oh, there, is, there is some shitty things in my life, but well, what can you do? You kind of take the good with the bad. But what what I want to say is you can achieve anything through hard work, you know, and, and yes, perseverance. Exactly. You know? Never give you know? up. Never, ever give up. And fuck anybody that tells you you can't do something. Fuck those yeah. people because they're wrong. You can do it. You know, and I'm, I'm going to give a shout out as a proud papa to my son, Tyler. Who, uh, man, man, there's a kid who, you know, did four years in the U.S. Navy, uh, has a great job right now, doing real good, but it, it's through hard work, and he's been a hard worker his whole fucking life, but he's achieved stuff. And, yeah, and, great. And, and, and any kid out there, if you want something bad enough, work for it. You can get it. You might Don't, not get yeah. it when you want it, but but you will get it. You will get it just when, when, when things fail around you. That's just that's just a test. When things fail, it's like that's going to show you how, what you're made out of. Because when you fail, you got to show what you got, and you move on from that failure. And you and you may fail a hundred times after that, but you will succeed if you do not give up. And I also want to say that Ian's son is my hero. Anybody that uh, that that is a part of the armed forces, I look up to, and I, I consider. Your son to be a hero to me because he's done something I never did. Yeah, and and it's amazing that I I I, I look at this guy that's a hero and I think of his dad as a jackass. <laughs> well, that's because my son listened to D. Snyder a little bit more than me, but yeah. I also want to thank D. Snyder for writing an inspirational song. Well, all right, that is the end of part one, Ian. You know, there's so much more best of that we're going to have to come back next week and put a second half up. Oh, I believe, I mean, if we wanted to, we could do 100 episodes of The Best Of. It would be every fucking episode, because we're that good. Yeah, I think so. You know, if you do want to hear the complete version of Best Of, go all the way back to, to episode one to 99. <laughs> you get to hear all the Best Ofs. That's right. But this is kind of like the, the DJ, wiki, wiki, wiki mix. <laughs> so, uh... Next week, join us. Wait, 
You know who's going to be with us next week to actually host the, the, the best of with us? Who that? Lee Von Cleef. Lee Van Cleef? I love that guy. No, not Lee Van. He's dead. Lee oh. Von. Oh. oh. He's the guy I met at the ghetto. Oh. I He's like awesome. that guy. I like him, too. He knows how to score the malt liquor. I love malt liquor. For free. I love Old English 800. That's right. Oh, and by the way, if anybody thinks I'm being racist, Levon is white. And, I still he talk, like, I, and he talked like this, yo. I still like malt liquor. He is not a wigger because a wigger is a racist term. What he is is a Wackrafin American. Uh, a what? A Wackrafin American. That is the correct way to call a white guy. They go, yo, what's up? Yo, what they do? That's a Wackrafin American, not a Wigger. Anybody that says Wigger, you know they just want, they're dying to say the N-word. So anybody that looks at a respectful, respectable, uh, <laughs> respectable way of calling a white guy that talks ghetto in a bonics is correct pronunciation is a Wackrafin American. Oh, man. I don't know if I can remember that. Can I just say Tommy Lee? There you go. That's good. Uh, all right. There we go. All right. So next week, join us where we have Lee Von Cleef, that Wackrafin American, or as as Lee wants to call him, uh, Hepatitis C victim, on the best of rock and metal combat podcast, part two. Electric Boogaloo. This time it's personal. <laughs>